Attention, our film school students. Here are a few announcements. Item one. The title of this movie makes me think of the classic comedy film Three Amigos. Item two. At one point, the trio are thought to be infamous bad guys, and they frighten everyone in this cantina. Item three. They make everyone sing My Little Buttercup, and one of the tough guys has to say this film's title. It's amusing. Oh, and item four. If anyone can find the film school janitors on their lunch break, tell them it's time to review Smile. My little buttercup has the sweetest. Here's a little story about a trio of janitors. Might have heard they worked at a well-known film school. They picked up a few things other than trash. They might hate your movie or if drunk think it's cool. Every now and then they get together for a lunch break. Trash talks a movie or TV or streaming. Rodney and Jason and Sean, they all clean house. If you listen close, you can hear kids screaming. All right, so we are going to talk about Smile. Uh, only Rodney and I saw it, and only Rodney and I are here right now. So, and Jay wanted to see it, but he didn't get to see it. But uh, c'est la vie. Um, Rodney, do you want to break down what the basic premise of the story is? Uh, to jump out, like when you remember when you were little, and you'd hide in a cabinet when your mom walked by. You jump on a cabinet and scare your. Sometimes mom. dogs do this now too. There's videos of dogs doing the same thing. Jumping out, of here. yeah. That's what I felt. We sat down and watched for that timeline, like or jump out of a cabinet on your mom or. From under the bed, and uh, but the the premise of the movie it reminded me of a couple movies mixed together. It reminded me of The Ring meets Fallen, uh, Fallen, the old Denzel Washington movie, where the demon would jump from one body to another to another. Right. Uh, at the end, uh, spoilers. Uh, John Candy's character um, is the last demon that's possessed with him. With this demon, he goes and meets up with uh, I think. Uh, it's well, don't tell me because I actually always wanted to see that movie. So don't don't. You spoil. had twenty years to watch it. I know, it. but what I've never seen Fallen. I want to see it. So yeah, don't don't. Spoil anyway, Fallen. I won't spoil. He tried to think about. We can spoil this movie. We've it's, seen it. So you've had care. twenty years to watch yeah, Fallen. I always, it's one I've always wanted to see because I had an idea of a story similar to that. So I was. I have to it see on it. DVD. DVD. I, if you I might own it too. Okay, so I won't ruin it. So anyway, this this demon bounces from body to body, and at the end, he thinks of a way to outsmart it. Okay. Okay. So almost the exact same premise. <laughs> so it reminded me of that, and then the Ring. You, you have, ever see it follows. Uh, what, is that the, one the they cat filmed thing in we Detroit. just watched? No, that's the one they filmed. Oh. In, the one they filmed in Detroit. What was that one called? What was the cat one we just watched? Uninvited. Oh, it follows. Uninvited. No, I didn't see it follows. Yeah, it follows. Basically, it's kind of a parallel of a uh, STD. Like okay. the, the every person you sleep with, this these beings are trying to come to kill you. And if like they're about to kill you, you have sex with somebody, then it tries to kill that person. And, and then they have follows, sex with somebody. And it makes fo- sense. You know, Michigan's I think number three or number five for most STDs in the country. Uh-huh. Sorry, just. Yeah, I just oh, I'm playing with money. That's what that is. I couldn't figure out what that was. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, that makes sense. When was this movie made? It follows. It was um, it was in the last ten years. Last ten years makes a lot of sense. Dirty ass Michigan. Keep your keep your dicks clean, motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, but was but it means to be a fallen and ring because they have a, a four days to a week to live. I wasn't sure about the timeline. It wasn't iffy with the two. Is that is that okay? Like, so that's one of my big complaints. Does it fuck with you mentally? And the stronger you are mentally, the longer you live. Yeah, because that's the whole thing with. Uh, she basically somebody walks into her office. She's a, a psychiatrist, an emergency, and uh, like an emergency psychiatrist at a hospital who monitors people that get brought in. And this guy, first guy we see, is just muttering over and over again about like everybody's gonna die. It's been a die. long time. He didn't. I don't think he saw it. I just think he was nuts and somehow oh. could be attuned to it. I don't. I don't oh, know what right. his deal okay. was because they never went back to him. No, technically. they never went back technically. to him. technically. Yes. Um, but he, a girl gets brought in who saw her teacher bash his head in with a hammer. Right. Um, like a week prior, and she's freaking out, 
And then she all of a sudden kind of finds a calm, gets a big smile on her face, takes a busted vase, which I don't know why you would have a vase in that room anyway. If you're bringing in psychoval people, it would be a very There empty was a room. lot of things I had a problem with that room. But yeah, they bust. You're, right, you're four feet, from two feet away from emergency psychoval person. Well, you're sitting them down with, there's nobody else in the room with you, no right. protection. And the phone, when she goes to answer the phone, when she freaks out. No cameras in that room. It's, it's a lot of shit that doesn't add up for that kind of room. Uh, no, no security. But she no. kept her back to her, too. Remember when she calls yeah. on the phone? Like, she's convulsing on the floor, this girl who's brought in, this college student. Yes. She's calling, like, for support, which takes forever to get there. You would think they'd be right in the room. Or there'd be a button you hit under the chair or something. Exactly. Because some, there's a button on every hospital bed to get a nurse to come running mm-hmm. in there. Yes. But you're in there, and this is psych about emergency room? Wait, nothing? Nothing? It, yeah, I didn't. I, as soon as I saw the emergency room, I'm like, this is bullshit. Yeah, and she, so she turns around, she sees her staring at her, smiling. She explains that. Or she didn't really explain it, but she kept saying she saw it takes your face. It takes mm-hmm. the face of people you see. And then she just sl- slices like her from a her smile cheek, on her face. A giant smile from her cheek across her neck. I was waiting for the Joker to come. You know how I got this smile? <laughs> and it was, yeah, they showed it her. <laughs> oh my God, that's what happened to him. He was a survivor. <laughs> yes. They showed her on the bed, like uh, in the morgue with the sheet. And then you could, that's when you could definitely see it was like a red mm-hmm. smile. But she ends up finding out that uh, because she's seen this, now she starts seeing the visions and doing crazy things, like giving her nephew, seven-year-old nephew, her dead cat. Wow, you jumped a lot there. So she's in her house. She's <laughs> drinking wine. You're trying to rush for Jay gets here before you get in trouble, right? He's, uh-huh. he's never going to listen to this. She's in her house drinking her wine, and she sees a silhouette. That's what this movie was full of. The movie was just full of jump scares. That's all they were. Well, looking in the shadows. Anytime, every sh- there was so many shots. Of you just knew something. It, it became a, a cliche of itself. Mm-hmm. After about forty minutes into it, or half an hour into it, you're like, "Oh, they're looking at the dark. Something's going to pop out of it." Oh, or you s- sort of see something in the yeah. dark too. Or time. the camera's right up on her face. Something's going to jump out of her. Oh, her back's turned to the camera. Something's going to be behind her. And you're boom, boom, boom. You're almost on point every time through the whole movie. Even though the biggest time I jumped was she's listening to the sound. On the uh, computer, mm-hmm. Rose, or whatever it said, then it would, and yet she turned on the computer and that thing screamed in her face. You know what? I missed, I dozed off a little bit. I, I fucking jumped. I shit I, myself. That's when I heard you get mad and go, fucking jump scares, and that woke me up for the rest of the movie. Because jump scares are cheap. Yeah. Jump scares are cheap. Um, it's, and it's like I said, if you're a little kid, what are you, 12? <laughs> if you're a little quick kid, that's what little kids do. I don't, I don't have. Pro- the movie's nothing but that, and that, that's all it is. Well, I would say in its defense of jump scares, at least it is a supernatural mm-hmm. meant to be kind of, you know, it's not like somebody running through the forest and Jason, Jay, all of a sudden, okay, I lost Jason running, 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 trip, fall, get up, run, 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 and then all of a sudden he pops up behind another tree, impossibly. Mm-hmm. Those, I think, are a lot cheaper. This one is at least, it's the world is it's, supernatural. in her mind the whole time. That's what we kind of figure out, that it's really just... It because because she starts figuring out and going back and uh you know has a cop she's got a, a fiance who's really not supportive of her sister who also did not look like could be her sister that was as, as quick and as her so much sister, older I, I know what happened with the son was tragic I know wrapping <laughs> a dead cat up and giving it to a kid for his birthday <laughs> but I think the sister was and going crazy and then yeah, she like falls on the table and just doesn't go over doesn't grab her doesn't see if she's okay everybody just stares at her just like stares afraid. at her and it's really weird that. I, I would be like, fuck, I don't know why the dead cat, but my, my brother just fell into a bunch of class. Let me go help him up. Let me figure out. And she just seems very dismissive of her sister almost instantaneously without listening to her. And a lot of people in this movie are doing that. And I don't know if that's and they're all believable. calling her crazy. Yeah. The, yeah, the, the dialogue in this is awful. Yes, it the is. The dialogue yes. is just on the nose. This yes. guy's its first. He's a first time writer, director. He made a short film um, called something like Frown. 
<laughs> it was like something is wrong with. I forget. I saw, I saw it somewhere here. Frowning. Okay, something is wrong with frowning. No, I don't know. No, no, it was called. Oh, Laura hasn't slept. And oh, then they were going to. Originally- oh, so she has issues with sleeping too. Yeah, and that was the short film version because they've done this before with like I think Mama was a short film. You think this is a cry for like somebody that might be going through something in their life and well, then nobody listening to them what they're going through? That's kind of what the review because the reviews have been pretty good for it and they like the jump scares. They do say it's similar to the movies we mentioned, um, but they did say that like Fallen the- was mentioned. Not Fallen. Fallen's anyway. Okay. But the the um the idea that like grief. You know, you put on a smile, like, you know, you're feeling grief. You don't, your inner turmoil, like, this is an exaggeration because it's a horror film. But, you know, she keeps going to people going, like, please just listen to me. This is what I'm seeing. And even her own doctor is dismissive. Her psychiatrist is dismissive of her. Her sister's dismissive of her. Fiance's dismissive. Her sister's too quick dismissive of her. Like, it bothered me how quick that was. And again, she's, like, this main actress. uh, At the table, they never felt like sisters ever. 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 It wasn't even... Like, and when you no see clicking, the mother... No, anything, yeah. So the mother, the beginning... Very, actually, very first shot is the uh, woman on a bed. Yes. OOD. You know, yeah. vomiting. Like, uh, like, and then you see it's a 10-year-old girl finds her. And that's the main character, Rose. Uh, Sosie Bacon, who... I'm watching the whole movie going, God, she looks, like, familiar. And I started to think she was maybe Jim Carrey's daughter, but she's actually uh, Kevin Bacon and Kira Sedgwick's okay. daughter. Um, but, yeah, the other sister. So she's brown hair. The mother looked almost maybe Hispanic or, yeah, you know, yeah. something... And then this other sister's like blonde and supposed to be eight years older than her. Looks younger than her. Looked younger, younger than her. But it just, there was no chemistry, no anything. Even the table thing. I've seen sisters, that, you got sisters, you see yeah. them argue back and forth. None of that felt vibey. Right. None of that felt like it was natural. None of it felt irritable like a sister sister thing, right? And her sister's been a psychiatrist at a hospital for a long time. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden she cracks and starts kills a cat and gives it to your kid and she's like freaking out seeing things it'd be like oh my god what happened to you come come here you're, you're right the stuff the sisters mattered about like sell the house first of all i thought that was a very nice house sell the house no the old house oh the old house she meant sell the old house the old oh, house. I thought she meant the new one i'm like <laughs> no. why'd you fucking sell that new house it's no, really no, nice no no it was the old house but there's nothing <laughs> which is not nice there was nothing that not nice at all i was like it looked like you ever you ever seen a slim shady album the front of it yes. where Eminem's sitting on the and not like his old house it looks exactly like it looks that. exactly like that but I just there's nothing or something from a bar, uh, barbarian. Barbarian, yes, it did. Well, it's still Detroit. Uh, uh-huh. it's, but it, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's no like even her boyfriend, right? Even her boyfriend is supposed to be tight with oh, her fiance. Fiance, fiance. Which we realized, I was like, something about his face irritates me, and uh-huh. it took me about twenty minutes to the movie. I go, oh, because he's in the boys, and he's an irritating character in the boys. A-train, That's why yeah. he's a train. I was like, what about his face irritates me? What about why is he? He's some kind of past role he's playing in. It irritates me, which means he was good at his last role. Because mm-hmm. I, I was so, I was still fought, caught on his last role when I was watching the movie. I was like, what about his last role irritating me? What did he play? What did he play? But even his buy-in as her fiance is unbelievable. They're too quick to dismiss her. They don't seem. Oh, I'm coming home from late for work. What are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It's so quick. Like when he when they're talking and he leans on the cabinet fridge behind her as she's talking, he instantly dismisses her before she starts to go crazy. Well, I also don't think he wasn't, again, I don't know if it's the first time director, but he wasn't very, he's maybe not a very good actor either. Because okay. when they're having the argument in the driveway yeah. and after he takes her back from the hospital right. after she falls through the table, it's just very awful. Like yeah, everything yeah. he says is too on the nose. Everything's on the nose dialogue. Everybody, everybody keeps calling her crazy. Everybody keeps calling her crazy, which again, I think was, the point of it, yes, but but it was like you yes. hide that a little bit so we yes. can read into so it. So we write that that kind when you're doing mental fuckness. Yeah, <laughs> what somebody said, 
you don't have to continue to say that. The whole point of the movie is the mental fuckness. Right. So let us Because she's get worried there if she's crazy, too. Right. We don't Ta- need everybody else saying that shit over Walk us over, to the end of the over. hall, make the lights a little dim, and tell us where the stairs are. And leave it up to us to walk down those stairs or not. And they didn't do that. They pushed you. They kept pushing you and pushing you down the stairs. I was going to use horse to water thing, but it was <laughs> pushing us, pushing us. You take a couple steps, you're pushing some more down the stairs. You take a couple steps, you're pushing some more. Keep going. You're pushing more. Like, I got it. Fuck. Let me go by myself. And that's what it feels like, right? And that's what it felt like in the movie, too. And you're right. that. And I, I guess maybe she was supposed to feel like she was on this island, right? That nobody really connected her. But I tell you who did connect with her. And it's the closest bond I felt in the movie between her and her boss, that actor, yes. yeah, Cal Penn. Cal Penn was great. He was amazing in it. The click back and forth between him, like you believe, like he kind of cared about her. In a he way. was worried. Yeah, he was. He, only, was worried. he was even better than her shrink. Than her sister. Than her shrink. Than her fiance. Her, ex, her ex-boyfriend also. Who's and a that cop. could be the, because of the actor, such a good actor, right? That, that, it could be that too. Yep. Because nobody else is on point with that. Nobody. Because I'll, I'll be yeah. The girl that played Rose, uh, Kevin Bacon's daughter, like she was great through the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, it was I'm not like, her. It was everything around her. Right, and yes. Cal Penn, and then the boy, the cop, he was actually all right, too. He was, yeah, he was, he was, it makes sense, like, he would go back and look at all the deaths and everything like that, too. But here's the thing with me, right? Yeah, he was in, uh, oh, it's Beaver Casablanca. I, I knew I recognized him. Did you ever, you didn't, you didn't ever watch uh, Veronica Mars, right? No, but I've seen him. Oh, he was, before. he was Bart Allen in uh, Smallville. Smallville, okay, now I know, that's where I knew him from. Okay, Bart Allen, okay. Yeah, but yeah, so he's he was been younger now. He was kind of an asshole in Smallville, too. He was an asshole in uh, oh, was he? Veronica Mars. So he's like, all right, I'm going to play a role, I'm going to be the nice guy in this one. But, so. The, well, okay, so yeah, so he, she he, goes to the cop. Here's the thing. He has somehow access to all these records on his computer. The way the sister, this is what bothered me about a sister and a oh, fiance yeah. and a therapist, right? She opens the paperwork to show the sister. Just look at it. Sister looks down at the fucking gore on the page and pushes it away. If she's been your sister your whole life, that probably doesn't happen like that. That, that doesn't make sense to me. Well, again, they said the on the nose dialogue of her going, you always blame me for leaving yeah. you with our crazy mom. Yeah, yeah. And now you're just crazy and taking out on me. So that... But again, but she, she didn't even look like she's. Like, but if she, she knows eight? she, but she knows she goes through that. Right. Then you don't do that, yeah, right? I know it doesn't make it doesn't ah oh, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't especially what was it? Malignant had the sisters, and they were yeah. super close. The boy did it. <laughs> His brother somewhere in there. But they were like an adoptive sister, and like they were closer than these two real sisters. The way she just said, "Oh, don't show me that," and she could have said, but she they continued to talk back and forth. Right? This is what I was said. Twenty deaths in the row. That going what I'm going through. Can you listen? Mm-hmm. Or so she never did something like that. No. She never, not like she did with the police officer. And if she didn't do that with the police officer, then maybe I believe it a little more. But she's able to slow down there, fix, go to him and say, "Can you do this for me?" So her mind's together when she's doing that, right? I need you to do this research. I need you to do this and that. So you made that believable but before that with her sister. I don't know. It just doesn't because even Judy Reyes, who's uh, uh, from Sc- Carla from Scrubs, yeah, yeah, I she was great. Hey, Bambi, get out my house, Bambi. <laughs> But she was great. You yeah, said, she was great. You said some of the kids behind us said that? No, you, no, I said that. Oh, no, they, they I said, thought you said they I, just, I know her from calling. What's his name? Bambi yeah, all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Zach Because he's always a deer in headlights, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was re-watching Scrubs again. I love that show. I really do. But uh, best bromance on television ever. <laughs> ever. Ever, ever, ever. And they're ever. like that in real life, too. Well, are they? That's uh-huh. great. Oh, they they still, have a they, podcast. They just did a commercial together. Yeah. It's so kind of... Uh, a house commercial or something? I they think did. it's something like yeah, that. Yeah, they're neighbors together. Uh-huh. They, dude, just the best bromance ever on TV. Uh, or movies. I, <laughs> hands down, by far, I love it. But for some old ex-boyfriend, they don't say he's an ex, but we assume he's an ex, right? They have a well, past Because she there. apologizes to she him later. She apologizes. So, so... But after, she, well, after, she, after she goes to Carla... Yes. 
and find because that's the he's professor. more open to her than her own fiance. Mm-hmm. That none of that makes sense. None of it because she's asking crazy it. things from him, none which, of it. which was only the only thing that made me kind of laugh. But somebody living with her knows her more, closer more than her. Somebody hasn't lived with her, been with her for a while, is more accepting of what she's going. But through. I think that's why they showed him kind of pining for her, like still kind of like doing like little ways. So he's gonna like more. listen regardless, kind of thing. Okay, I'll go with that. That's what I think. Okay, but he actually had the only fun. Like that was the only funny thing in the movie when she's she goes. You have to do me a favor and not ask any questions. So then as she's going, look up this person. Okay, look up what, 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 who was the person they saw get killed in front of them. Oh, well, this person had a kill. And he's like, what is going on? She's like, hey, you said you weren't going to ask questions. He goes, no, you told me I wasn't going to ask yeah, questions. Yeah, those are your So you that was like, that, that was kind of the only real like light moment in yeah. it. Um, but yeah, that yeah, it goes back 20 people. Only one person did not, or yep. he kept looking into it himself. Only one did not die. Mm-hmm. But that's because they killed somebody else in front of somebody Where else. Where is that actor past. from? Where was he from? I think he was Turk in Daredevil. He was okay. the street level guy that was like helped him get his costume. Okay. And, All right. Yeah, I think he was too. Um, but uh, yeah, so she, so, so now she's kind of come to terms with with like what her fate is. The, the big mistake I think this movie made too is going. Oh, some of them died four days. Some died seven days. Like you said, is it a strength of will? Yeah. I think it's just a you make that I, you make it, that rule specific. Yeah, it does. I think I, I think that I got should the not grasp be she wash. of the strength of will thing where she's in there fighting it finally, right? She's fighting back mentally, right? And that's she all this time she's she fought it back. She she hit it with the lantern, whatever. That's her fighting it back, and I think that's what gave her a little longer to fight against it. I think it was a will thing. I think that's what it was trying to show us that I could be wrong. But did you not think Barbarian when you saw that? Oh, absolutely. The big titty monster? Yes, yes. I was like, oh. And, and in an old house, too. Yes, and in an old house. And this monster looked like if they would have stripped it down, it would have been the monster from Barbarian, 100%. Uh-huh. But a little bigger. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, th- that's what I thought. Like she, So she contemplates going and killing somebody. Mm-hmm. And then she go, you see her. And they do this a couple of times where you, you think she's actually doing it, but it's all like in her head. You think she was going to the hospital to maybe kill somebody in her deathbed? I thought, I mean, I think maybe that's what that guy, she was thinking about going to kill that one guy that was the creep that kept, right. Cause he you was know, repeating crazy. himself. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then that would have caused somebody else who saw her do her, it. Which would have been the doctor, mm-hmm. which she, she has this, um, what do they call it? Imagine if, uh, she, psychosis where she's, she goes in and pretend yes. to kill the guy. She passes. Yeah. It's all her. like in her, in her head. And she's, I liked it. They're laughing they back and forth. Yeah, if they made it clearer, a lot of that stuff, because then she starts thinking, oh, maybe I should kill myself, which then she takes goes out to the woods and takes way too long, which was which would have been better if it was, hey, on the seventh day, which maybe they said, oh, it's too much like the ring. So we have to change it. Yeah. I bet you that's probably what happened is like, okay. oh, we can't pick seven days because that's what the ring did. So right. we'll just make it be. But I think it's wishy washy. I would have been fine right. with it being the ring like seven days. Um, but yeah, so she's there on the last day, like. Can I outlast this? And if I can't, then I'll kill myself. You know, that's what it seemed like she was kind of gearing toward. I kept thinking, how many times in the movie did she drop? But an old boyfriend that knows her probably knows where she used to live too, right? Right. And how many times, and she's got her phone and shit. So like her her car, her car. But yeah. how many times did she drop glasses in this movie? Um, uh, through the whole movie, she dropped glasses. Right, so I thought... Is that some kind of thing? No, it, it's just okay. a kind of dumb thing. And then she'd walk... You'd see her always barefoot walking. So there's nothing from walking. the director that's... No. Because even the husband, the fiancé goes, you dropped another glass? Even he calls it out. So I thought, okay, when she's in the house and she's looking at the flashlight and stuff, and she's finding kerosene, she finds an old uh, lamp, and I thought, oh, maybe she can light the floor with kerosene. Like, we maybe don't see that scene. Yeah. So that if she's facing off against this thing... And it scares her or whatever, and she's like, okay, I'm losing. She drops the, you know, drops it, and then the whole floor catches on fire, and she kills herself that way. And there's too much of that, too, in the movie. It's too much of the 
what's real, what's not. Mm-hmm. That happens way too much along with the jump scares, and it pretty much becomes the movie. Right. It felt like you're um, if you play like uh, there's a mo- there's a game called Silent Hill, and it's a, full of jump scares and stuff like that. And there's a movie called, uh, there's also a game called Outlast and Outlast Two. Outlast Two is fucking fun, but it's full of fucking jump scares. It feels like you're playing a video game. If you're walking down a hallway and you turn, it's real quiet, but it's dim. You walk down the highway. You know if you go down there, you either can find something that's going to either be a password to something or a key down that hallway to some kind of box. But you know you got to go down that hallway anyway. But you know something somewhere down that hallway sooner or later is going to fucking jump out at you. That's what it feels like watching this movie. Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, no. And yeah, they, they do it. So they make it seem like, okay, she has the will to kill herself because then she can end this curse because she'll be by herself. That's what I thought they were going to go with. I thought that's how it yeah. was going to end. I and, totally thought that's how it was going to end. And then it, she didn't, and she was taking so long. That's why I thought maybe she booby-trapped herself with, like, kerosene on the floor. Oh, hey, you're here? Oh, you know. But she doesn't do it oh, that we're way. we're getting this way. Oh, just to let you know, he knows how all these other people die. And why is he and going he, to look for and her? And he knows that if you're looking at that person, they've already discussed this, they've already had this conversation back and forth. He knows what it takes for that to happen. Yes. So go ahead. It makes no sense. Go ahead. Why is he looking for her when she's going to kill herself one way or the other? Why would you want to be the one? Well, I guess because he loves her, but it still doesn't add up to the last scene. In the no. Movie. So yeah. So she she thinks she kills the big giant creature, yes. smashes it, and then she like has a piece, goes to the cop, makes amends, and I'm like, oh, okay, if they're going to make her go to everybody and apologize. Yeah, yeah. Like she's kind of got a clarity of mind, so she can like pass on from this world maybe that'll clear the beast or whatever but when she goes to the apartment then you realize oh nope this is just all in her head she's still in that old house Mm -hmm. and then he shows up like a jackass and we see the creature fully finally you know what do you think of the creature how it looked well it was burned and smile right it was just like basically fleshy yeah yeah oh so it it, almost looked like hellraiser that guy in hellraiser on her mouth and it goes its own well it pulled its own mouth open like its own skin off and it had like multiple mouths but yeah it's this movie loves pulling skin off faces yeah and she's yeah and she's kind of like at peace like that other girl saw like she saw inside of her oh yeah and go yeah opens her mouth and it's like it's a good creepy shot i liked that shot but then that's when the boy, the cop boyfriend shows up and she's standing there with that smile and then she self-immolates herself and then he watches. It. Yeah. He knows and then how now he's cursed. Well, all, he, all he has to do is turn around. Yeah. Turn around. Turn around. But the drama has to, the trauma has to bounce from person to person. Right. Not how you're going to do a sequel, I guess. So he also knows you have to kill somebody. So this is my part too. You ready? Okay. You might have to cut this from the thing. What time are we at? 21 25 seconds. He's a police officer. He's going to go find some black guy on the street and shoot him. And oh, kill you shouldn't him. have said that. You should have, could have said a bad guy because that's what I started thinking when she had to I kill just, somebody. I go, ba- oh, maybe there's somebody joke. bad. It's, yeah. uh, it's, it's a tasteless joke. <laughs> As he's a police officer, he's got to go kill somebody now. I guess that's fair. Yeah, it's, but it's, uh, it, listen, the other movie you watch, maybe it's bad things about cops too that we watched today. <laughs> He's a cop who cares. But yeah, I know. I guess. But no, I joke. I, we have yeah, friends yeah, that are yeah, police yeah, officers. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that guy. I have friends that are this. Uh, it was a bad joke. It was a joke <laughs> that bombed. <laughs> but Jay would have. Jay would have. So what do you think? Like, what's his next step? He's clearly going to just kill somebody, right? He might. I don't know. It's 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 honestly dumb. The whole thing yeah. was not. It's not. It's not as creative. Because you're right. 20 people in and all of them killed themselves in front of somebody. Does that monster... The monster physically controls them then to make sure they kill themselves in front of somebody. I think it makes them go mental. Like it's like uh, that's why they to make it clear if it's a defense mechanism in its own way because it's already in her and it enjoys the torment. 
But it doesn't go inside of her to kill itself until somebody else is in the area. Right. And that's why I would have liked the seven days. Like, can you defeat this in seven days? Because then there's a ticking clock. Yeah. Not four to seven days. <laughs> but your own mental. But seven days. And she, uh, you know, goes and, you know, tries to kill herself. Like, I don't know. It just, it just, everything just, was too on the nose. It and was. And it was, listen, and it, 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 there was no connection in the whole movie besides maybe she held it really well. The boyfriend did a good job. The doctor did a good job. Everybody else was in and out of it. Um, and it had good marketing. I mean, this movie made good money. Did very, well, we talked about the marketing. Yeah, the ba- baseball. So I remember the main actress, they have a picture of her standing behind a dugout just smiling. And it ends up being all over Twitter and everything else. And people are like, what's going on in this baseball game? Made it to like ESPN, tweeted it, blah, blah, blah. And then you can see people. I think like, it was actually just random actors. It wasn't anybody from the movie. Oh, they looked like the main girl. No, no, they She's just, wearing the yellow shirt or something. It looked like the main girl from the movie. Yeah, it says on here they just got a oh, bunch of actors to kind of, place them at sporting events. And to put them right behind the dugout. So they just sat there and smiled at the camera to get them when they were looking at the picture. Probably cheaper to do that for promotion mm-hmm. than other movies would do that. Brilliant, brilliant marketing, brilliant. Promoting around this, very very good job around this movie. Um, what? How much do you <laughs> it's think? More it brilliant co- marketing around the movie than the writing was for the whole yeah. damn movie. I mean, comparatively, I'd say Barbarian blows this one out of the water. Like I like that one so much more, enjo- much more enjoyable than this one. Harry nipple, <laughs> worst thing ever. And, and how much do you think this movie cost to make? Um, there's that there's CGI to, and there's CGI actually lots of CGI in it. Uh, back and forth, I'd go fifty four mil. Seven, 17 million. How much do you think All it's made? All the CGI they did with that 17 million. I don't know if, I mean, there's only really what, like him peeling his face off. Every face peel thing, the whole demon pulling her back, going inside of her body. Yeah. I mean, any murder scene. It could be practical effects. I mean, they used to do that shit in the old days. So they might, and it was such a far shot. It could have been just all a kind of a mechanical prop type of a thing. Clever editing, a little bit of tweaking with CGI. 17 million, damn. But how much do you think it's made so far? I did it. Oh, is it still out there? Oh, we yeah. just watched it. saw it in the theater. <laughs> They were going to release it to Paramount Plus directly, and somebody said, "No, no, this has got legs. We can we can put it out there." Because they knew how good their marketing was. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say it's at eighty now. One hundred eighty nine. One hundred eighty nine million. Yeah. Fuck this! Made them some buttload yeah. money. So you know they're gonna make Damn. more. Well, and it ended with the police officer alive, so they can continue it anywhere yep. they want. Yep. I swear to God, if the next one starts with him shooting a criminal or anybody <laughs> any other color besides white, it's gonna be. I saw it coming. But yeah, I, it's we saw it with a bunch of like there, there happened to be some like what pre a family with like some preteen kids and stuff behind. Yes, they were irritating me towards the end there. They kept laughing. Well, they were yeah, they weren't they were like covering. You, you could hear them go, "Tell me when it's over. This part's yeah, over yeah, and yeah. stuff." But they didn't like scream ever. No, they didn't they, really. Yeah, yeah, they laughed at the chick. One girl sounds like she watched it already. She goes, oh, is is that- it at this part yet? I heard her say that. Okay. I go, oh, she one of them seen it already. But I mean, it's cool to see young people going and seeing horror films in the theater because that's what they're made for. That's where they, why they invented the cheapy B movie yeah. horror movie was because yeah. kid, what else are kids going to go do? But go see a movie. And yeah. I don't want, you know, this kind of shit can keep theaters going because it's a small investment well, and big return. We've seen lately. We've seen Barbarian, Smile. Uh, Hellraiser. Hellraiser, Men. Men, yeah. It was just, it was Halloween just, Ends. I actually liked was, Halloween Ends probably more than this. I'll tell you what's going to happen on Halloween later. I told you about that. It's going to be some kind of weird cult classic. They're going to say part three was yeah. the best. And you're right. There are three different movies almost, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Which is weird because the only thing that carries, clicks those movies together is Michael, is Myers, Michael Myers and Laurie. That's it. But yeah. everything else is different in those movies. The story almost ends in each movie. Mm-hmm. Carry on the next one. But 
uh, like I said, it was a, it was stupid. It was a jump scare. It was a cheap trick and movie. too long. It's like almost oh, two hours long. long. Yeah, it was too long. Yeah. And it's like this is, should have been an hour and a half because there was that's why I was falling asleep. I'm like, Jesus Christ, we don't need to see all the scenes mm-hmm. and tension and build up. You can get more bang for the buck. I think he was going for because there was the whole scene with the catching the demon on fire. I'm like, oh, is he trying to pull a hereditary, which you have not seen yet either. But, I'm not, I'm not. but I'm like, I go, I think there's like there's this kind of mentality where I think some of these people like want to be high, like this highbrow. Recognized for good horror, like it's uh, what do they call it? Uh, not art house horror. Oh, elevated, elevated horror. Blumhouse, Blumhouse but Blumhouse is probably more low. Was this a twenty four? This is not a twenty four. It's Paramount, but it felt like oh, it could actually have. the other one we watched. Oh yeah, like yeah, a twenty four a lot. Yeah. Okay. All right. But yeah, this was like a Blumhouse cheapy, but it's Paramount. So okay. Again, if it if it builds up a little a capital for them to Damn. make more of Paramount. This kind of, how much money has Paramount pulled in this year close to Disney? They, they, Paramount's Top Gun. Oh, Paramount's yeah. this. Paramount's done a lot of shit. I, I bet you Paramount's, Which happens through history with all the Paramount's studios. made more money this year in the... Can, yeah, yeah, really, yeah, you could try, try to look it up. How would I look that up? Is this um, the studio that made the most yes, money? Yes, yes, Studio box office race. Maybe I'll try to look it up too. Go ahead. Office 2022... But yeah, I I would think. Uh, well, you still got uh, no no reception. All right, so top grossing movies so far this year. You got Top Gun Maverick. What's number Jurassic one. Park? That's that's Universal. Oh, not you. Uh, not so okay. Xfinity, Comcast, Universal, and then Batman's Warner Brothers, which is now what? Uh, but Discovery. those other little movies kind of hit in there. Oh, Universal, Mi- Minions, and what? Yeah, so. Universal Par- did three billion. To be honest, Universal is- might be number one. They did three billion. Minions kicked ass too. Uh huh. Because of all the kids going with the uh, and their uh, the manion. Mm-hmm. What was it called? Min minion, whatever. But yeah, what do they call them? Humanions. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's it's fun because there always were certain years certain studios would do better with various things. And yeah, I've seen it over and over again. They're talking about Universal topping okay. $3 billion this year. I mean, they're not talking about the other studios, but they're talking about Universal over okay. and over again. Yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at, of the top 10 this year, it's Paramount, Walt Disney, Universal, Warner Brothers oh. are the top four. Okay. Then Universal, Walt Disney, oh, it Sony. Has a, it has a breakdown? So, yeah, it's it's almost every one of them, ha- every company has two movies. So, Paramount has Maverick and uh, Sonic. Oh, Sonic, too. That's right. Yep. Walt Disney has Doctor Strange and... Uh, Love Thor, Love and Thunder. They're about to have Black Panther. Right. And then Universal has Jurassic and Minions. Warner Brothers has Batman and Elvis. And then Sony has uh, Spider-Man and, and Uncharted. So it's kind of split pretty That's evenly. not even talk about the rest of the movies that aren't even on here. Like your... Right. We, ju- we just saw that did $117 million. I wonder how much extra, extra money. Like these... I bet you it's got to be up there. Yeah. Oh, uh, Yeah. But I mean, if you're gonna see, if you're gonna, if you're enticed by the previews and you like jump scares, this is for you. But if you want a good movie, it's not necessarily a good movie. Nah, just jump scares. If you want jump scares, and again, just, it's, if you're if you're on a date, go see the movie so the girl or uh, yes. a guy, whoever you're dating, can jump in your fucking eyes. Exactly. Go and, see this movie. Yeah. And and Kevin Bacon's daughter, which I should just call her. Why can't I call her Kira Cedric's daughter? Because she's Sosie ba- Sosie Bacon. S O S I E. I don't know how you say it. Sosie, Sosie Bacon. But she's a, it's a good star making turn. I guess she was in. 13 Reasons Why, but I never watched that. But, but all right. Any other last thoughts on this one? Oh, Bros was um, the same studio that did Smile. Oh, look at what's Ticket to Paradise doing, by the way. Oh, yeah. Let's look at that. Because if that. that's... 
That should be bombing equally as well because nobody sees rom-coms anymore. And if they do, it becomes a home thing now. It's a right. streaming thing. Box office. Yeah, it's weird that even to think that rom-coms, like a, My Big Fat Greek Wedding was a huge hit. Like, how is that possible? So their budget was, they made $60 million at $129 million. Okay. But that might be other places too. I don't think, I don't know anybody that's seen that movie, do you? Mm, no. Is that universe? That's going to be everywhere. Film stars George Clooney, Sabotage. I don't even know any places. But they advertise it a lot. And I mean, it is, I guess, George Clooney and Julia Roberts who are kind of. In well, North America, Warner Brothers Films secured the top spot for two weeks in a row. Ticket sales stand at 111 million. Other top earnings territories include the United Kingdom at 15 million, Mexico at 9.3 million, Brazil at 8.4 million, so that's, France at 8.2. So it did, it did 111 here, which is a lot more than I thought a bromance would do, a bromance, a romance <laughs> movie would right. do. But it's still, they, I watched some video where some guy brought up like the last 10 and they all bombed. Right. They said like the they last, all bombed. I forgot what one they considered was the last hit was like 2012. Yeah. Even like there's a Paul Rudd one that didn't do that well. Mm-hmm. There's like, and you're talking about fucking Paul Rudd for God's sakes. He, t- he did his breakdown of like the last 10 yeah. at the theater, not um, streaming and none of them did well. Right. But this movie, I don't know, maybe George Clooney hasn't been in a movie in fucking 10 years. That could maybe be. that could be it too. Yeah. And Julia Roberts too. Yeah. And those two. Or, I mean, 10 years ago, probably be number one. They're probably riding some month. of the Ocean's Eleven, Yeah, you know, those with two the wave of the joy of seeing them together again. Yeah, that's those are two. 15, 20, 15 years ago, these are the two largest names in Hollywood. Yeah, because you know what? Because it's probably all old people. Because that's what, like, my mom would always say, oh, whenever she flips through all the channels, she just looks for people she knows. And she picks a movie, even if it's good or bad. She doesn't mm-hmm. care. She's like, oh, I know that person. So that's what's happening is old people are going, oh, I'll go see a movie. At one point, these are the two largest names uh-huh. in Hollywood. So that's a little yeah. different, I yeah. think. Yeah. So, right. so, fuck smile. Not really. I don't, I'm not mad about it, but. It's just, it's a cheap, cheap, cheap scare movie. Cheap. Yeah. All right, back to work. Back to work. Thanks for completing this course. For more lessons, follow the Film School Janitors on Instagram and Facebook under Film School Janitors and on Twitter under FS Janitors. Please grade, or I mean, rate and review this podcast where we may have found it, and feel free to email us at filmschooljanitors at gmail.com. Now get back to your studies.